That's a Shame is brought to you by the people who support us over at patreon.com slash shamecity. If you have a dollar, two dollars, a dollar to spare, join us again at patreon.com slash shamecity, please. The Sunday afternoon is a classic English pastime. Mm. Now, it may seem weird that a simple period of the day on a day of the week could be considered a pastime, but it is something of an institution. The Sunday lunch, a walk in the park, a nice lie-in in the morning, and basically a couple of hours in the evening spent dreading the horrific Monday. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not often that we have a traditional Sunday here in the flat. Very rare. People are working. People come and go. Ebb and flow. Uh, And yet today has been something akin to that in our own special way. Mm -hmm. And for the first time in a long while, months, I believe, we are sitting down here at, what is it, 20 past six? Yeah, it's daylight. The the sun is out. The The curtains are drawn, but the sun is out. And we are here to record an episode of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, neither of us has a particularly orthodox working schedule at the moment. True. Like people who say schedule. Yep. What about them? Terrible. Goodness. That's quite a claim. War criminals. Wow. On a par with Kissinger. Interesting. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we Neither of us has a particularly orthodox work schedule. Uh-huh. So we don't have the Monday to dread in the same way. No. So what Isaac has done instead is given me something far more imminent okay. to fear. And that is content. Right. Who Isaac's, are you, by the way? I'm Declan. Sorry, okay. I should have said you're Isaac. I'm the one doing the fear. Uh-huh. And you're the one instigating the fear. Propagating. How, how's that? Well, because you've been sort of buried away in your bedroom right. all day. Well, I've been working. I've been doing some quite important Yes, but then also stuff. you've said that you have, you've created, you've written three pages of content. Wow. I wouldn't and say I don't, written. I don't want to say... Channeled. I don't want to say uh, that the word, um, I don't know, manifesto springs <laughs> to mind or anything like that, but I do... Put your mind at rest. When your mind is left to run by itself... Free from the confines of society. Often... Well, it's art. Evil happens. Uh, <laughs> evil doth look, occur. This is, so, a, this is an unorthodox introduction to today's episode. I feel like you've given people too much of a peek behind the curtain. So what I'm going to ask you to do is just tee us off with an, another just normal intro. Like, the, just a okay. short intro. I like, just, I just, I do the want them to be prepared because I'm afraid Declan. and I just want them to know. There's, there's no need to worry about that. Yeah, that's what you would say and what you, you always start say. Start your intro now, okay, in three, two, one. Go. Hello and welcome to episode 143. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another mouth-watering episode of That's a Shame. I'm your host, Isaac. The eyes have it, Bernie O'Doyle. And who's that joining me over there? Don't be silly. It's broadcasting bad breed, Declan Deep Vein Daddy Delane. <laughs> Clap. I cannot. Just... <sighs> 
my boy answer. oh boy it's good to be back and do we have a show for you isn't that right Declan pause for response <laughs> glad to hear it in today's episode we'll be buttoning up our journey jackets and slipping into something sensible as we strap on a flashlight tie back our drizzle hair and ask and answer the question what is imagination and how can we know more about that join Declan and Isaac as the boys embark on a whirlwind tour of the brainium squeezing into capillaries and floating on down the wet blood superhighway. Next stop, Skull. You say Skull. Sk- Next skull. stop, Skull. Yeah, Skull. Oh, Let me get the tune right. I don't. I wouldn't. But before we get started with the real meat and potatoes of this week's hot, hot dinner food, it's time to take it back to basics as we wonder what is imagination anyway. What is imagination anyway? Oh. Uh, uh, <clears throat> are you just looking for an answer? Sorry, it said um, it's time to take it back to basics yeah, yeah. as we wonder what is imagination anyway? What is imagination anyway? No, sorry, I, I was asking you that. No, you said we were wondering, yeah, but so was, I am also wondering right, because you seem to have the answer. I'm the host, and then I. Yeah, I know, but you do that all the time. And the thing what, is, is that you, you seem to be hiding behind that laptop anyway. over there. What is I, it? It's, it's, the, it's the brain cream. Okay, elaborate on that. Well, it's like a sort of, it's like the cream that comes from the brain and it, it like self moisturizes with it. And, and from that kind of silky smoothness mm-hmm. comes a kind of dream. And then a waking dream. What you do sometimes, sometimes a sleeping dream. Sometimes. Mm. And that dream is something that you thought up that isn't necessarily. Mm. But it's more than that. Right. Uh, well, yeah. What I else? Presume. Uh, well, it's also uh, the brain jam. Ah, oh, the jam go, of the brain yeah. to complement the, the to cream. cream and jam scone of of what of, of life? the cranium of the cra- But it's more than that. Uh, what else? Possibly. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's like a. It's a. It's a. Like it's like a. It's like a. It's a bird. It's, it's like a bird. Sort of a creamy jammy bird. Yeah, and the bird is separate from the cream and the jam, but connected in spirit. In the way that it sort of explores territories that might otherwise be uh, closed off to right. mere you bipedal humans are. like us. Right, you are. Take my hand. Thank you. And lock your knees. I have. As we jump foot first into the Imagiporium. Ooh. Come with me. And you don't seem to have an option. In a world. Of pure imagination. Yes. Take a look and you'll see into your imagination right up there. Oh, I can. Yep. We'll begin with a spin. Travelling in the world of my creation. What you see will defy explanation. Wikipedia defines imagination as the ability to produce (laughs) and simulate novel objects. Peoples and ideas in the mind without any immediate input of the senses. It is also described as the forming of experiences in the mind, which can be recreations of past experiences, such as vivid memories with imagined changes, or that they are completely invented. Footnote 1. Imagination helps make knowledge applicable in solving problems and is fundamental to integrating experience in the learning process. I'm always saying it. A basic training for imagination is... Uh, dreaming listening to storytelling brackets narrative brackets footnote two and six in which the exactness of the chosen words is the fundamental factor to 
quote evoke words. Right. Imagination is a cognitive process used in mental functioning and sometimes used in conjunction with, you remember? Psychological, Psychological imagery. imagery. Yeah. <laughs> it is considered as such because it involves thinking about possibilities. The cognate term of mental imagery may be used in psychology for denoting the process of reviving in the mind recollections of objects formerly given in sense perception. Yeah? Yeah, well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Since this use of the term conflicts with that of ordinary language, some psychologists have preferred to describe this process as imaging or imagery. Yeah. Or to speak as it, of Which it as... Which do you uh, prefer? Imagery. Yeah. I'm an imagery to speak person. of it as reproductive as opposed to productive, productive or constructive right yeah making that's yeah, to make yeah to, to construct and build constructive imagination is further divided into active imagination driven by the prefrontal cortex brackets pfc my favorite of the cortices and spontaneous pfc independent imagination such as rem sleep dreaming daydreaming hallucinations and spontaneous insight you love the thought of the rapid eye movement don't you the idea that when you're asleep your eyes are having a big party in your head in the skull The active types of imagination it's not include as interactive and prefrontal synthesis, prefrontal analysis, integration of modifiers, and mental rotation. Imagined images, both novel and recorded, are seen with the mind's eye. Very good. Now that that's out of the way, oh, is it? Let's imagine. Oh, Declan, I need you to imagine a heinous crime. Oh, heinous. Just the one. Just the one. Okay. You you thought of one? I've, I've I've got it. Hang on a minute. Let me just go on because obviously you know you've got to make sure that the definition yep. is applicable and some crimes are despicable. Yes, but not heinous. Give me a despicable non heinous crime. A despicable non heinous crime would be one that is immoral, uh-huh. but not one that necessarily appalls or disgusts the the sense of decency. Okay, so forgery was a good example. Yes. Yeah. Give me a heinous crime. Imagine it. Imagine it big, imagine it bold, imagine it now. Okay. Have you made that? Yeah. Tell us what it is. Marrying your cousin's bird. Correct. (laughs) Good. So you've pictured marrying... Now, just give us a sense of how... Imagination is a multifaceted tool. I don't know if you... Yeah, I... I, Let me just reread the Wikipedia. No, no, no. Imagination is a cognitive process used in... No, um, mind's eye. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you cortex. were listening. Yeah, yeah. Good. So you've pictured it big, you've pictured it bold. Of course. Yeah, have you pictured it bright? Uh, no, very dim. Because, because it's a yeah, crime. it's a heinous crime. And that is where imagination has come into play. Because if you were to see a cousin marrying a bird, probably daylight. Most weddings are. Yeah. Right? Am I well, right? Well, this one was done under the dead of night, I would presume, because it's, it is so horrific. And the mind recognises that. And it, it's like pathetic it fallacy, into a form the of imagery. So you've imagined a heinous crime. Great. That's great. Now imagine a beloved celebrity. Uh, oh, goodness. Okay, yeah. Which Go one on. have you got? I've gone for Stephen Sondheim. That sound does mean you've chosen incorrectly. Oh, That's unfortunate. No. Why don't you give it another go? Sorry, is he not beloved? Yeah, of course he is. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. That's without question. No, well, I'm sticking with it then. No, sorry, because... That Look, does just mean because you, you don't want him to fuck a parrot doesn't mean that That's I can't really, choose really weird him. that you think that. If you just pick another celebrity, maybe um, maybe one associated with the church. Uh, well, I don't really have any that are beloved to me from the church. 
because I don't really like the church. Mother Teresa, after all she did for... For herself. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, angry sounds there from mm. the, the music man. So you've picked Sondheim. Yeah. Have you imagined Sondheim? <sighs> I, well, I barely need to. He's Speak here to in the flat. That. He's got one eye permanently closed. <laughs> yeah, because he's always half in the imaginosphere. Thinking about that parrot. Thinking about the music that he's going to write about. For the parrot. parrot. <laughs> Green, finch and big parrot. He is an old man now. Yeah. But he's got a very deep kind of gravelly voice. voice. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say but because that's quite common for an old man. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Sometimes they get a very whistly voice. Hey there, Declan. Like that, but yeah. sometimes... So it's, so it's, it's croaky. So yeah. <gasps> he doesn't have a croak to his voice. No. Powerful. Very sonorous. Now imagine that beloved celebrity doing the heinous crime. Oh, I already was. You already Before w- you even asked me to picture a celebrity, it was him. That's so interesting. Because what your imagination has done there is it's made some leaps that are at once immensely powerful, but also immeasurably revealing as to your personal character and moral defects well exactly because what i thought was when you said heinous i thought it's gonna to have to be heinous to isaac and and that would be a bird marrying stephen Sondheim. no stephen Sondheim marrying the bird i feel like you're trying to abstract the blame onto the bird and it the really bird's has obviously no, partially involved. it really has no agency for real mm. and that's not something that's because sometimes what he's been doing is that over the course of months while visiting his cousin has been muttering the words i do i do i do right. to the parrot Just so to that get ready. so that once the question was asked the parrot really had no no choice and it's it's but a dumb beast so it cannot know the evil in which it has partaken powerful stuff that can and as that demonstration has proven i think imagination is a potent craft wouldn't you agree <laughs> it certainly is let's try another one <laughs> <laughs> That was good. Uh, Declan, mm-hmm. I want you... You've shown to be a true imagination warrior. Thank you. You tap into imagination like some people tap into maple syrup trees to wow. extract the maple syrup. Professionally. Yeah, absolutely. I want you to imagine something else now. Mm-hmm. And that's something else uh-huh. is your favourite of the biblical plagues. Oh. You've got a few to choose from. I want you to just run through them in your head. Really picture the nitty gritty of what it would mean to be plagued by frogs, for example, or locusts Mm -hmm. or famine. I've got it. What one is it? It is. And why? It's uh, the rivers and waters of Egypt ran red and were as blood. Oh, very nice. So while you describe the image, I'm going to play some, some background music to kind of conjure the imagination. What it is, is that... um, well, all the water uh, turned into blood because God, God, God was, God was quite angry, and and there was a very sort of ferrous smell to the whole place. Um, going for a piss was a real adventure. Lovely, unless you were already bleeding out of the urethra. In which case, it was <laughs> it was for the course. <laughs> Declan, you've done a great job there. Now Thank I want you. you to imagine a protected class of people. Oh. And don't tell me which one you've chosen. I won't. <laughs> I won't but be saying let me know very when much you've, about them. When you've got one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've got one. Still with us? Yep. Amazing. Now I'm going to ask you to imagine that plague descending upon that group of people in a context of your choosing. It doesn't have to be Egypt. If it's rivers, maybe it's taps. If it's, yep. if it's seas and oceans, maybe mm-hmm. it's the bath. I want you to imagine that plague. It's right. descend- Are you doing that? 
Yeah. Really dig deep from I, the imaginary I have, minds. yeah, yeah. Even deeper, just levelling that topsoil until mm-hmm. you're down in there. Yep. And, and stop. Okay. How did that make you feel? Oh. Angry. Very sad. Scared. Sad. Scared. Betrayed. It made me feel sympathy. Yeah. It made me feel regret that I had chosen to imagine this. Absolutely. At your direct behest. No, no it's not about me. And I, I no, will it, urge you to kind of it really keep that critique is internal. Quite because only inside your brain you. does that crime exist. I've only offered mm-hmm. the words, the magic spell that cast into your mind a crime that you've done. Right. But as you will know, as a student of phenomenology, the crime cannot take place. With the words coming out of my mouth, it takes place in in your head and indeed in the listeners' heads. (laughs) Great results, Declan. As we've shown, imagination can sometimes be the tool of the enemy, Mm. wouldn't you say? Yes, you are my enemy. One great reason to use your imagination is to imagine the kind of person you can be when you grow up. Fair to say? Yeah. Cast your mind back to little Declan, age five, maybe ten. Better times. Maybe twenty-two. When you would dream, you would ponder, you would screw up your face tight with skin and just let the wrinkled mind fathom what mm-hmm. was to be. Yeah. There were simpler times. Oh, much. No doubt. <laughs> but don't despair because with the power of that wrinkly <laughs> too organ, late. the wrinkled head organ, we yep. can imagine what it might be like if your imagination was as strong as you should hope for it to be. It's what time for a quiz. Oh, no. Oh, oh, How good. strong is your imagination? A quiz taken 24,216 times. Let's make it one hell of a 24217. Ah, you okay. Up for that? Yeah, yeah, sure. Let's explode it. Ah, all right, okay. This quiz has 12 questions. Did you write this quiz? Think you're at notes on uh, testq.com. Okay, thank goodness. Think you're a super creative person, no. or are you more by the books? Find out how powerful your imagination Books, of course, is. the least creative medium of all. <laughs> Absolute dearth. <laughs> oh, that button doesn't do anything on the ocarina. Number one. Spend a lot of time daydreaming. Answer A. It's my favourite hobby. Answer B. I drift off now and then. Answer C. No, I'm pretty focused. I'm going to go for answer B. I would be very suspicious of someone whose favourite hobby was <laughs> daydreaming. <laughs> It makes me think that they they, they enacted none of the dreams. (laughs) That's quite sad. Number two, do you see pictures in patterns all the time or not really? Do I see pictures in patterns? Mm. What does that mean? (laughs) When I see a pattern, do I see pictures? Do I see any query box? Do I see a pattern of pictures? Which of those is the more imaginative? That's kind of the point. It's not for us to know. I'm going to say no. Not really. Yeah, there's no no option. <laughs> Sorry, well, only I, I, I mean, obviously I do a bit. <laughs> Sorry, I meant to say. Would I not be mortal man? <laughs> were I not dreaming pictures and patterns? Uh, I never writ nor no man ever loved. <laughs> not really then. Okay, not really. You'd okay. rather have a good laugh, honest advice, a lot of attention or admiration. When? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From whom? <laughs> Absolutely. A good laugh. A good laugh. Good idea. Now that I've taken, and I assume you mean as well, just a nice sound that emits, like a melodic <laughs> titter. Uh, that was a haunting sound. <laughs> oh, it's getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Ever had a great idea for a movie story? <laughs> yes, let me tell you about it. I leave that to the professionals. Which one? Well... 
I'm tempted to go for the first, but I don't want you to actually ask me to tell no, you about no, there'll it. Be no, oh. This is not an intrusion oh, into your okay. personal privacy <clears throat> and intimate life. Thank goodness. Yeah, the first then. Okay. So it did say you'd tell us about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just in not. Pricey, I suppose. It's not an intrusion. Just into, a summary. Sorry, though. I just need to have some tea. I'm just going to have some tea. That's so when you okay. go on to the next question. I'll, oh, I'll put a I'll, pen I'll, in I can that come one to back, come back to that to. some other time. Number five. Do you follow fashion? Number one, I like to make up my own style. I'm going number to say... Number B, I try to stay cutting edge. And number four, clothes don't really matter to me. Oh, definitely that one. Did clothes you? do not matter to Happy me. Happy to be nude. All the time. As last really episode. <laughs> <laughs> told us only too well. Yeah. And on the record. Question six, when you tell a story, do you embellish details? Now that's... That's is that just, your edition or is that their no, embellishment? Um, well, exactly. That's what I think they're doing is they're embellishing the very mm, word embellish with an extra L. It makes the conversation more interesting. Every once in a while or no, I just tell fact. Um, well, I see, this is a tricky one mm. because... You don't want to give people too much of an insight into how many lines you tell. Well, exactly. But it's more that I don't like to embellish, but I do like to tell in a theatrical way. Which some would mistake for embellishment, but really I'm just stating the facts. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with the third. No, I just tell fact. On the job. So just think about when you're on the job. Oh, oh. You know what it's like. Which one? Can't move for being on the job around Declan's house. Which one? On the job, you follow established routines. Come up with the new routine. Oh, come up with the new routine. The new well, routine. I don't do shit that people okay. tell me to do. And talk to me about the new routine. How does that manifest itself? It's new every time. Ah, it so comes it's a to repeated me. process. Yeah, exactly. Of up it's a process of coming up with new ways to do less work for more recognition. Really cool. Really cool. Number eight: sticky situation? Question mark. No. Being bored, unlucky in love, surrounded by enemies. What? What? What does it mean? <laughs> yeah. What, which of these is a sticky? They all sound pretty bad. No, which, I think it's which one is your one. Okay, and what were they again? Being bored, unlucky right. in love, surrounded by enemies. Is we a ramp up? Wow. Well, I'm opposite an enemy, but who's that? Uh, well, oh, the as, guy in the flat over as there. we established earlier, would be it's imagination. You, Isaac Benny Doyle, but doubtful. Uh, I'm not really uh, bored, I suppose. So I'm going to go with the old unlucky in love. Okay. How's your social life? When you think about your social life, how is your social life? Incredibly right. busy. I have a tight circle of friends. I keep to myself. Uh, I'm going to go with B. Tight circle, Tight of, circle friends. of friends. Okay. Don't like to expand beyond it. No. Well, you can't... That would destroy the fabric of the circle. Well, exactly. Because with every new member in the circle... I mean, it's more of a triangle, let's be can... honest. <laughs> but... <laughs> oh, the Father, Son and Holy Ghost. Uh, is yeah, that, if no. that's how you see us, Absolutely. then yeah. Do you make a lot of plans? I like to have things mapped out. I make some to-do lists, never plans. Mm. I fly by the seat of my pans. I... F I... <laughs> Can't move for flying by the seat of my pans. Yeah, I've, I've seen that one and I had pre ticked it. Oh, that's Because good, yeah, I really yeah. saw that coming. Final two questions. Okay, oh my God. Before I'm so we find out, find out once yeah. and for all, how strong is your imagination? Question 11. How long does it take you to wake up from a dream? Forever. They're very vivid. A couple seconds. I don't remember dreams. <laughs> that's such a grim. Sad little answer there. Yeah. At the end. Uh, well, this is a silly question because. All dreams last for a couple of seconds. Right. 
So you think you're better than the question? Yeah. That's an interesting... I've imagined myself to be better than the question. Okay. And then I guess I've that's observed an against reality. Sometimes and I'm correct. doesn't mesh with everyone else's experience. Mm. I, I'm going to go for the couple of seconds then. Last question, and it's a big one, because when we think of imagination... Is we it think of how big <laughs> is <strong> your <laughs> imagination? When we think of imagination and the the energy that is required to maintain these stories that we tell ourselves about ourselves about who we are about our place in the world absolutely the narratives we spin with us the eternal conradian hero at their core racist Just you mean <laughs> think of how tiring it is to be that racist in the all the time and that's why i ask you declan what was the the title that was in the script before declan uh deep vein daddy delay this is why I have to ask you right now. I do have some questions right about Right at once. Uh, do you, you need moment. time to recharge? When? Very much. Sometimes. Go. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm going... Quick! <laughs> Fuck! I'm going to say sometimes. Correct! It was oh, sometimes. thank God. Right. I'm going to press the get results button now. It's the smallest button on the page, and that's how you know. <laughs> Much like when you're pirating stuff, it's the it's only, the only one, to, one press. to press. And here we go. I'm pressing it now, and I've clicked through. Virus it's loading away. How strong is your imagination? Declan Delay. Four. Your imagination is... Pretty healthy. Wow. Well, sorry, it doesn't say anything about strength. What a great combination. While you've got great imagination, you've also got good head on your shoulders. <laughs> and a totally practical side. Resourceful and creative, you tend to be able to figure out the best way out of any situation. Which mm, is a shame. Except death. <laughs> no matter what comes at you, what can we say? You're an expert combining original inspiration with a reasonable solution. Congratulations. No, no friends or girlfriends to speak of, but otherwise... <laughs> totally alone. Doing You've got plenty of time <laughs> to, to be ponder. thinking, <laughs> to recharge. Great results, Declan. You've got quite the imagination on you. <sighs> Thank you. It's Thank time you for us to move much. on again, and that means time oh, for a Oh, there is more. There we go. I'm getting better and better at that tin Ooh, flute, and I won't hear yeah. anything... To the contrary, one great reason to use your imagination... I feel really hot. ...is if you're locked up in prison or under house arrest. It can be mighty lonely up there in Solo Head Canyon, but with imagination on your side, you're never more than a hop, skip and a thump away from conjuring up all the fun your flesh can handle. True? Sure. True. Uh, confused? <laughs> yes. Here's a simple Department of Corrections approved roleplay to help you get to grips with just how much you can accomplish from the soft tissued walls of your own withered beanbag of thought. Declan, you'll be playing the inmate. Oh, I will be, it says here in the dramatis persona, Isaac assorted others. Go. Lights out in the cells. Oh, come on, mate. Ten more minutes. No. No, at the same time as every night. What am I supposed to do in the dark? How can know. you think in the dark? Why don't you... Use your imagination. Five hours later. Okay. I'm imagining... Darkness. Pillows. A wall. An end to the oppressed peoples of the world. What? Uh, what was that? What? 
Did you say oppressed peoples of the world? I I did. Why, that's the passphrase, young man. Oh. Enter this way, follow me. No, I'm I'm alright actually. It's fine. It, it is fine. I will just lie in the dark. So, sorry, Warden. Sorry, I will just go to sleep. That's keep, right. your, keep your voice down in there, Delane. Deep vein, Daddy Delane. No, if you could get up no. there, that would be fantastic. No. I'm, I'm doing a crime. Shh, silence. I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing a crime, John. Silence. Now no one can hear you outside the cell, my boy. Oh, you're a wizard, goblin. A wizard of sorts, a goblin of sorts as well. Oh. A hybrid. Mother was a goblin, father was a pervert. <laughs> Sorry to say But it. a pervert who owned a spellbook. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh. yes, but he did. Follow me, my child. Oh, if I must. Out through the cell. Okay. Remark upon these walls. Never thought I'd long to be back in there. of many a man who has trodden this path of him. Of him. Im. Im. Match. Imagic? Imagination. Oh. Shh. Oh, we dare not speak its name. Shut the fuck up! Oh, sorry, Goblin. To speak its name is to summon... Sorry, what's your name? The Pale Man. What? Oh, no. Sorry, I meant the Stale Man. Oh, The Pale Man's a trademark of Pan's Labyrinth Guillermo del Toro production. Sorry, I didn't catch your name. You look reasonably stale yourself. You would not be able to speak my name in Imagination! Shut the... Imagination! Stop it! Stop it! Tell me your name or I'll say it again. I'll tell you it in... In my own tongue. No. Imagine. Fine, it's John. All right, you, John. You can Cheers. call me John. Thank you. Now, keep coming this way. Oh, I am. Why are you bringing that? Leave all, the, leave all your belongings behind. I have prison. nothing. I am a prisoner. I thought you... <laughs> I saw something there. No, no, no. A knapsack. Absolutely sod all. <laughs> Anything in the, in the flesh pocket of the anus? Uh, I hear you lads secrete a great deal up there. I wasn't really planning on going anywhere, so... well, that's good. I need that. We need it empty. All orifices must be... Sorry, why? Free. (laughs) Free. (laughs) Just wondering. (laughs) (laughs) Just wondering. Because I... I tend to question it anyway, so... (laughs) Of course you do. For you, my boy, are the chosen one. Set to free us from what will be... From what has been and for what is. Feels like quite a heteronormative interpretation of chosen one and freedom. Why is that? Oh, just because I, I don't, don't... Don't worry about it. Okay, it's fine, no, John. I, I don't understand most of those words anyway. Talk to me how long you've been in prison, my boy. Oh, three weeks. Only the three. Only the three. Three being one of the magic numbers. Of course. Of Satan. Uh-huh. A follower of his. Ah, uh, is he? No, no, no. I, oh, I have a question. Sorry, yes. You... Ah, you're a follower well, as, in, of... I, as in, you know, I keep tabs. Okay, right. Well, we all keep tabs, but we don't follow the Dark Lord. Ah, uh, because he's a know. cunt. Is he? Well, he kills babies. Ah, uh, yeah, but he's you know he he, he said he the great plague. He doesn't believe in. No, he didn't. Uh, it says it was God, but I'm here to tell you he was debated. I've debated by just Satan. This feels like propaganda, John. <laughs> don't don't call me that. Don't call me that. <laughs> but that was Mr. Said, that's John. Your name. Mr. John. Sorry, Mr. John. With the power of your, you know what, I need you to conjure up a setting. Biceps. Uh, no, 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 not not an aesthetic, a setting where we can escape to. Should uh, should the time so come? So no, I meant the strength of my biceps. No, no, no. Of your im, im you know my what? Your imagination. Oh, my imagination. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't be saying that. Of course. Because of the reasons that I've told you about the stale man. Absolutely. You know about the stale man. Well, you you mentioned him. Tell me how he makes you feel. 
while at the moment terribly afraid because I'm I'm not to summon him and also his name makes him sound like one mouldy son of a bitch. You've got his number, John. <sighs> You've got his number old school. I'm not John. We're all John. You're John. We're all John. You're Mr. John. What's that going on in there? I'm the warden of this prison and if there's any goblin So there's just the goblins. <laughs> Fucking about in my cells. There's this goblin. He's he's brought me out the cell. Right, that's it. Put it on lockdown, lads. Lockdown, lockdown. If you just say imagination, the stale man. <laughs> Scene. Now, imagination took us places there. Ah, uh, there was not as much of a narrative as I was as expecting. You should have conjured. Great results. Well, I was though, being led. Him. You weren't being led because the power of imagination is enough to lead any man astray. And look how it as, as we, us all. As we have seen from this despicable episode thus far. Another roleplay, perhaps. Oh, <laughs> so soon. <laughs> I, I, I need to recharge, as you, you'll you remember from my... Very good, yeah. very good. We'll come back to the roleplay. But just summarise, if, if, if we will, don't, like, don't if worry. If you would summarise the learnings that you've made as a result of it, go ahead. I've learnt to trust you a lot less. I've learned that I should be bringing because more I, content week on week. Because I inhabited John, John the Wizard. John the Wizard, perfect goblin. The Boglin, yeah. The, and you didn't trust him, so therefore your imagination is saying, but what if that's just part of Isaac? Uh, well, no, I know that it's part well, of Well, it's you. not. And it's that's acting. all of your favourite things rolled drama. into one. It was powerful art. Thank you for playing. Great results. Thank you. You have quite the imagination. Oh, still. Good. We've got time for one more thought experiment before okay. our number's called by the mindceptionist at the Imagiporium. Sound good? Uh, Absolutely, it does. Okay. This time, you say so, teamwork's the name of the game. We'll be working together. Hmm. It's weird how I already had a sense that the rest of the episode had been antagonistic. Not antagonistic, exploratory. Because I've already but made against these. one another, exploring you, verses. The classic relationship of guru and student has existed since time immemorial. Mm. And just as you might teach me about, I don't know, FIFA, being mm-hmm. ginger, some of your fortes, yep. I will teach you of imagination. Oh, For it, no, is, that is good. it is a soily mire upon which I have buried There's myself jam cream deep, deep down. So I've heard. And that was some excellent imagination, Thank by you. the way. Just want to say Well, that's that. just fact. I state fact. Teamwork's the name of the game. We'll be working together to imagine what it would be like if... Dot, dot, dot. For each of the following funtuations, we'll collaborate to dreamvent a world much so like that our fun own. fun infatuate... Funeral infatuations. Fun situate... Funtuations. Funtuations, yeah. Oh. We'll collaborate to dreamvent Oh, another word I've come up Situation. with. A world much like our own, but with one or two big differences. Okay. You feeling ready? No. Time for a jingle. Oh. Yeah. I'll do it again. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> nice. You added something to that. We've got ten funtuations to work through, each of them more provocative oh, ten. than the last. Don't, oh, five, surely. More there's than ten. Uh, let me just... Yeah, there's no, ten. Yeah, but we don't Number to... one. What would it be like if... And I'm going to actually throw it over to you to say the what would no it be way. like if every time, because okay. I think that will only add to bringing us together in a community That's well spirit. within my like abilities as well. To yeah, and your bit. remit, because it doesn't require much imagination. No, it doesn't. Imagine much no thought, strength. much, much yeah, anything. Not much yet. prowess. Not yet. So, over to you. What... Would it be like when... Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Okay, just t- Sorry, take another yeah, run no. out. Another stab. Go. What would it be like if... Dogs could marry men. 
If dogs could marry men. Quite a bestial theme to this episode. Where were the other bestial Well, there elements? was uh, Sondheim marrying his cousin's right. parrot. And that was of your imagination. And now this one is of it's yours. Of mine. So you're right. There is something there. There is a communion Jungian thread that just ties everything together what? in synchronicity. I'll tell you what it would be like if dogs could marry. It would be like our imagination, seemingly. Okay, so you constantly imagine a world where... No, I'm just saying that based on this episode... Okay, well, I wouldn't one wouldn't be One wouldn't be I never have thought if a jury it. came to that conclusion. That we want dogs to marry no, men. that you want dogs to marry men. It's weird that you'd say and that And I want because... men to marry parrots. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> but because of that intransitive law, does that mean that parrots can marry dogs? Uh, no. Okay. Definitely not. Okay, I see. It's I see. like human at the centre, and all, then all the legs go out to the end. I have thought So you're that. saying it'd be much like today's world, really? And you don't see is any there, major differences? Is there much of that in today's world? I I don't know. This seems to be your well, conclusion. Well, no, you, you, you just sort of said that out of nowhere. Right, well, my point is you haven't really flagged up any major differences, because the game is called What Would It Be Like If? And you're just kind of saying... Oh, I know, well, I... You don't seem very shocked and appalled. I suppose... Because well, I guess a moral agent would be repulsed by the idea I was of expecting honest-to-God filth from you, and that's what I've got. Okay, so, so why would I be surprised? Okay, put all of that prejudice, because it is if the you said If you said something like, if you said something like, what would it be like if... And then you'd gone, uh, there was peace among all men. Mm. I'd have been surprised. I'd have been surprised at your sexism. I'd have been surprised because that is not the sort of absolute degenerate uh-huh. vomit that I expect to flow from mm. your core out onto the li- and ears of the scene. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Another, oh. I, I didn't even know we'd started that role play, but it was No, good. it is cool that you've called it. If I change this with just one letter, I think you're going to remark that what, it's a totally different thing. What could dinner. it be? If What would it be like if dogs would marry men? Ah. Not that they could, but that they would. So you're, you're a man. And is this would in the sense of like a Shakespearean would as in wants to? It's I would that, it were? It's that and also it's a temporal inev- inevitability. Right, they, they would marry be men. marrying men. And is it a one each kind it's of thing? At least. We've each got our sort of <laughs> a soul, a soul, soul dog. Not a single dog though mind oh each man gets at least one dog at least one at most 10 somewhere in between right because it's about a manageable kind of domestic setting okay what would it be like if dogs would marry men over to you well it would be quite the horrific situation that implies far more sentience on the part of dogs than i think we've Absolutely. given them yeah and we've given them credit for um, and then you have to wonder well if if it's an inevitability that they can and will mm-hmm. marry men that they can well, force they, they would that yeah. they can force our hands in in that way yeah. to to both change the law and provide a framework <laughs> in which that can take place and and universally as well we just have to we have to take it as as given that we we are subservient to the dogs to the dog folk and what else are they going to make us do uh, well, I don't know, and that's that's kind of an open-ended question. What do you think they would make us? Well, do? I think they'd make us into sort of domestic, um, domesticated partners in crime, in whatever the kind of dog crime du jour happened to be. Whether it was, I don't know, what dogs get. Do up you to, think there are any sniffing. particular dogly crimes? Yeah, well, we talked about that in one of our quickfire shows quite recently, I think, and you came up with the excellent phrase "pedophile." P-dog-file. Yeah, which well, I, I'm I not did saying... ask to be stricken from the audio record. <laughs> I'm not saying that dogs are like that they tend that way uh-huh. it was just that was the situation that, that came dog. up and yeah he, i don't want them all tarred with that that he dog philic 
brush. No, that's him. So, like, are there any crimes that you think are inherently dogly or dog? Well, I think there's a kind of sniffing harassment charge mm-hmm. because you can't go up and sniff someone like that. You're going to be made to. You're going to be made to. No, no, I think to. dogs enjoy it too much to share. Right. So, but the question was, what are they going to make you do? Like, what are the dogly crimes that you're going to be just, have, you're going to have to be? If I you ask me to, to use to. my imagination, I uh, yeah, well, it seems to be a theme. Okay, let me just. Let me just open up the imagination box and Not see. Not too, just a crack in the see, door. Oh god! Oh no! Okay, no I shut it back down. Um, oh, there's only one little f- note that's fired out. Okay, it, like a flare gun, and it's got racketeering. It's got only the one word on it, and it's grand larceny. <laughs> so make think, of that what you will. I think that's solved. <laughs> what would it be like if? Sorry, so, sorry yeah, I just I knew you were going to do that. I was just prepping for it. Do you want to just quit? <laughs> What would it be like if... Ireland was spiders now. Ireland, and I assume you mean as in air, the nation, the Republic mm-hmm. of Ireland. Absolutely. Are we including the North in this? Up to you. You should be. It's we 26 can say, plus 6 is 32. We can say... Uh, we can take it from any angle you choose, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Because there's also the question of... Are we talking landmass? Well, yeah, well, that's... I mean, we've got all this to come. Okay, well, over to you. I'm going to assume we mean the island of Ireland, which includes all of Ireland, uh, unified as it should be, Mm. not in spiders. Like, I don't don't see that as the Republican cause. That was not mentioned in the the Good Friday Agreement. what I'm thinking is maybe it's worth putting putting it to, like, Sinn Féin or something to say... If we could make it happen, but Ireland is spiders, no. is that still better than colonial oppression? And what do you think they'd say? Uh, well, it depends. If they are already spiders, there's not much they can say. Well, they can click. If they, oh, well, they would make the most despicable of clicking sounds, but that could mean anything because clicking in that sense is despicable de facto. Okay, so you're saying Ireland's despicable? No, now that saying spiders. That spiders are despicable. Right, but they're one and the same. No, they're not one and the same. You said the island Well, it's is spiders, spiders now. Yeah. It, it it's does spiders say, now. Yeah, it's uh, a, is it spiders now? It says what would be like if Ireland was spiders now, so... I would be... What, well, what it would be like is I would be getting on a plane too far Ireland. away from <laughs> from this. Why, though? Because We're so close to the spiders. How's a spider crossing the sea? There's... We're I not going to trade with I, them. I'm assuming that they've that the entire landmass has become spiders. Yeah. Well, in which drink. case, no. But like those zombies in World War Z, oh. I reckon they, they can skitter over one another. What, 33,000 feet, grab a plane out of the sky? Yeah, something like that. You know, oh. like electromagnetism, where the electric wave and the magnetic they kind of carry each other mm-hmm. along. I reckon that they'll do that. They're like constantly just leapfrogging over one another. They've got a lot of powers, here. the spider. Oh, do they? Well, they've got the web powers. Oh, I see. They've yes. got the spider senses. Um, they can bite a man. What are the spider senses? They they can see very slightly into the future. Ah. Um, they can cling. Now, the clinging is going to be huge, I think. Clinging to the sea. Clinging to each other and therefore to the sea because I they think could, you're right. They, they could make a little boat. They're a sort of atom, aren't they? One spider. If they can each see a little bit into the future, each one of them could look into a slightly different Fuck. future and see and everything then, and in because of the hive mind mm. they could then see bees. no but it applies to all okay. things that are despicable bees and our official test times we, we love bees here at TAS. Oh, but i do wish that they wouldn't buzz at me they don't oh, they, they buzz no, near they you buzz and you right towards you ruthlessly me. assume they, that that's they related absolutely to you. fucking love the taste of my flesh they do wow um that they could each look into the future kind of dr strange style and be like oh this is the one that we need uh-huh. to do. And it's 
cling to each other in the form of a big boat. So you're saying what it would be like is the end of the world. Yes. For humans, but the beginning of the world for spiders. <laughs> They're only just getting started. Oh, good luck to them, I say. And you? No. Bad luck to them. Bad luck to them. I that's hope that just an example of how imagination sea. can cause differences in combat between different folks because wow. what we choose to imagine can define our realities. So I think that's uh, what that was. That was number now, number seven two. Or something, so was it? on to three. What would it be like <laughs> if the fish could breathe vinegar now? The fish yep. could breathe. Yep. Could not would not should could. could breathe vinegar now again. Yeah, it's it's another now. It's another okay. Now. Well, presently, I don't think there would be any immediate difference. Interesting, because there are so few living fish <laughs> in vinegar that really so, right now. Yeah, that's that, true. that that really the world would be absolutely not a jot. <laughs> change from its current but state for how long <laughs> when is the first discovery to be made of a fish perfectly able to sustain itself in the the dark dank vinegar hell mm. well you it didn't say that they could perfectly sustain themselves you said they could breathe it yeah that's fine what else but does a fish need to do well, a vinegar Dream? would be quite acidic what True. if it burns the skin oh i think it they won't. peel away i think it will oh, well, well what things that you can right. breathe also burn your skin well vinegar if you can yeah, but I think if you'd evolved to breathe vinegar, you'd be evolved to also not mind it that much. Oh, you didn't specify, though. Well, what did That's you assume? Not... There was some magic involved. Uh, well, yes. Very wrong assumption. And that goes to show how imagination can make fools out of out of our idols. Well, it was it was a change that happened immediately. That's like suddenly. evolution, isn't it? Because no, it's one not day like God the said, bang! And that was... And then we were here. Yeah. From the apes. Absolutely, Okay, another one solved. Yeah, cool. What would it be like if your voice was all wrong? Your oh. voice was all wrong. I'm going to say that I uh, am grateful for mm-hmm. the implicit um, sense that my voice is currently right. Well, it's your voice. Or it's at least not mind. all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Most <laughs> nasal as fuck and way too loud, but... Yeah, what would it be like if your voice was all wrong? Um, I'm thinking Kafka-esque. You wake up one day. There's no sense of uh, context surrounding these events. Yeah, yeah. Where point A, you're a man. Some point magic B, has taken place. You're a Unlike beetle in the last with a wrong one. voice. Yeah, and you are oh, a, I'm beetle. a beetle. Oh, okay. Well, see that now. That, that was subtext. Now that seems the more important of the of the of the claims. Not if you're on the phone. Uh, well, because yes, everyone's on the phone. How am I going to hold the phone? How am I going to have dialed the number? Phone, speakerphone. But how am I going to press You'd it with my beta cord? How would I ask you? With a wrong voice. But and there how, we get back but, okay, to... So how wrong is the voice? Like, what is... My... Oh, hello, Isaac! Oh, well, you wouldn't speak to me. <laughs> so, Correct. So, so you try Mark's really. Yeah, well, he's a work, so <laughs> really I'm fucked. Maybe a neighbour. use the phone. Yeah, now you see, our neighbours aren't hugely talkative to human people. Mm. So a big, despicable beetle with I the voice of a big. kind of... Oh, I'm a beetle-sized as well, but with that loud oh, human huge. voice. <laughs> You've had a thing. Big as a wolf. You've done some imagining. Okay. Uh, now, I feel like if I... They, they don't inherently know that it is me. Uh, they don't... It's difficult, that one. And thank you for bringing that up. Because, Thanks. you know, there's that sense of, like, gnawing recognition... That much like the idea, the the notion that we're being watched must have some atavistic origins where man has evolved and through some 
some predatory situation where you have this like sixth sense, quote unquote, where danger is afoot. We can't pinpoint why it feels wrong, but we know that it does. Some people ascribe that to mysticism. I am a rationalist myself, so I think, you know, it's some... There'll be some detail that you notice that was off, some sound. Often it's the quietness uh, when people rec- reckon that they can tell there's going to be like um, a storm or something. It's often just that there's like a sucking away of, of the air before it unleashes. And when you see someone, you know their essence I've got to separate say, to their body. I've got to say that I am mightily disappointed that in the space of two minutes this prompt has gone from implying that I actually have a reasonable voice to if the neighbours saw a wolf-sized beetle with the voice of Gilbert <laughs> Gottfried, they'd go, oh, that's Declan. <laughs> that's the point, though, isn't it? And that's the beauty oh, of at what point? imagination. It's what point? <laughs> that our neighbours can imagine you as literally any <laughs> abominable creature. Anyway, moving on. What would it be like if podcasts were a smellable medium? Oh, goodness. Mm. Well, we'd have to shower before every recording. Well, I always do. I, not before this one. Yeah, not not seconds before. Well, but I also well, don't well, well, all right. well, then, having showered once, you've no. showered before. You shower on the day of recording. And, and again, if you've done any activity to render oneself uh, stink-worthy in the intervening period. What like, about the word smelly? It's despicable. It is, I hate it. It's it so sick. terrible. It's disgusting. Why is it? Why? Why? I tell that? you what. For me, it is as well. The word "tasty." I find them both repellent. What about? Someone's like, "Oh, that's about, tasty." What about when people say the word "pong"? Well, they don't. <laughs> they just don't. And God oh, it's bless got a them. Terrible pong. No one to has it. said that. No one has ever said that sentence before, have they? People do don't all the time. Talk shit. No one has ever said there's a terrible pong to the air. What? Why? Why is it that words for things that we're uncomfortable with? either fall into the category of profanity mm. or so horrifically silly. Yeah, I don't know. Like, or, or the third school is like hyper-technical. Okay. So like, shit okay. is, is fine. But then like, kids say like, poo. Metal and that's just the worst of words. But then your only other real option is feces. Fecal matter. Fecal matter as F-mats. as in the as in the, as in the uh, the group chat for the oh, for yeah. the for the building in which well, do you want to just Yeah, it was revealed in our group <laughs> chat the other day for our not just the building I don't think but for the entire like complex little, yeah, development where we live. I wish I could remember the exact wording, but it was a very enthusiastic message from uh someone called Amir saying that in no uncertain terms they just discovered human shit feces inside the bin cupboard and they ended with what a sight and what, what a, a smell exclamation mark there was which a... Declan pointed out makes it like ambiguous whether they minded or were impressed yeah like you if they hadn't started with like our oh, terrible news or something like you you could have been mistaken for yeah. thinking they were absolutely wow, what a sight over I'm the selling tickets <laughs> like when a statue starts crying blood <laughs> you got to get down yeah there. come on now that raised another query that I had then but I think we should broaden out to the listeners okay. which is how people reckon they can tell it's human shit shape what do you mean shape there's no unified human shit no, shape no but because like a play-doh mold every sphincter <laughs> Casts its own shadow <laughs> on the reality. Wow. <laughs> that implies you've got to light up your ass. 
the light of God. Oh, I see. Don't be ridiculous. Wow, that's where he keeps it's it. Everywhere, <laughs> it's everywhere. Okay? He doesn't like Don't to mention that me. in the Bible. No. Um, well, what? No, but what I'm saying is that there are particular shapes that we know are associated with certain animals. Right, like a, an owl pellet. Yeah, an owl pellet. Like fox and I've dog is if quite. An owl, owl pellet is owl shit. It's not what you feed an owl. No, <laughs> just to confirm. Yeah. I've never owned an owl, so it's never been a, a problem. No, but like dog. Yeah, that's particular. Like is shape. It, is yeah, it yeah, then? yeah. It is. Of I course think you're stereotyping horse manure. That's that's where very no, clear. No, but that's unfair because the only reason we know it's horse shit is because usually the horse is just up the road. Carrying some fucking toff around, you I had to wait country, outside mate. St James's Park to cross a road for fifteen minutes while a thousand horses walked to the walked palace and shitted past walked to you. Shat. Yeah. Like you get a fine yeah, they don't. if your dog shits. Yeah, and who owns dogs? The normal people. If you own a fucking horse, shit where I a was. shit factory, no, yeah. nonetheless, it's encouraged and people applaud. They love it. And we have to knight <laughs> you it. You certainly did. Knight it shit. Absolute salute. It was disgusting. I was so angry. Yeah, so you, you know kind of the ones that it's not. Right, but my point about horses was the only reason we know it's horse is the context clue of usually there's a horse and also it's so big that what else could it's it be? It's big, the, the shape. I don't know about the shape. The colour. I don't know about these. I don't well, I don't live in the fucking it. country for fuck's sake. It's everywhere. Despicable you can't place. move for the stuff. <laughs> so you go, you know, it's by exclusion. So what they mean? Because by you go green like it's not pleasant. It's lands. not all of the it's it's not if if you know it's not one of the many like common types right. of, of animal shit that you find in the bin cupboard. Are you telling then, me if a dog shat in a toilet, you'd know it that you'd be able to poirot together <laughs> that fucking chain of causal events uh, to be like, aha, the little grey cells tell me it was a labradoodle. Well, I would know. Perched upon the I know ceramic. it wasn't a dog because it was in the toilet. But it was. I'm telling you, if I trained a dog, I would. I'd, why I'd, you I'd have my suspicions. Let me tell you that. Shit up a storm in that bowl. <laughs> I would look at it and go, dog. I would, yeah. Don't talk rubbish. (laughs) You do not know. How do you not? Because they're just not that... Shit is shit. The size, the... Come on, man. Horrid. You are absolutely deluding yourself. What would it be like if... Amiibo. That's the worst 10 minutes of this podcast. <laughs> 150 hours in. Let's that see if we the can worst. Uh, top it with... Row our way back. <laughs> what would it be like if Amiibo had the horn? Now, <laughs> you. one of us has to explain what an Amiibo is. Everyone and the other, knows what an Amiibo is. And the other... They do. Our know. listeners are very Nintendo. They don't. They don't an know. Amiibo is a... What, what does Griffin McElroy say in his Amiibo corner? It's know. like a... a Charming new toy from Nintendo that combines video games and real life. They're these little statues about how big would you say, like two inches, inches. three inches, something like that, um, that represent famous, usually Nintendo figures. And I'm looking at six of them now perched as they are atop. Well, they've got pride of place in the room. Like we kind of worship them, which I suppose in a way we do. Mm. And they're these lovely little statues. We've got Wii Fit Trainer, Ness. Uh, we'll skip over Wario because he's despicable. Some sort of otter, ice climbers, and Isabel, and they look lovely. You'd agree. Certainly, they feel lovely. They do. Anyway, anywhere you want to put them, straight well. in the mouth. Yeah, straight in the mouth, and they interact digitally. They contain some like whatever's in an Oyster little card, chip. little NFC chip um, that your 
Nintendo Switch and other Nintendo devices can read and interact Im- with. Imagine putting your Oyster card chip in the base of an amiibo and tapping hey, in and out oh, of the underground with that'd Isabel. That would be very cool. There was a guy who used to do that in um, Deptford, but instead of an amiibo, it was his thumb. Ah, uh, yes, I remember. And he'd cut it out and put it in his hand. Very good. Stitched it in himself. And you could really see that it was badly infected. <laughs> And smell. Every time you pressed it onto the thing, just ah! a little pus residue leaked mm. out of the edges. To get on your like Oyster card curd. next. No, well, I, it, it was pre-Oyster card for me. I was paying the 40p bus fare. Imagine oh, that. Very nice. 40p, crazy. So what would it be like then, Declan, if Amiibo had the horn? Now, and by I'm the horn, the horn. you mean not a horn? No, no, I don't mean a horn. Or what about on the head like a unicorn? Like a rhinos. Mm. No, nothing like that. Do you mean an erection? necessarily an erection because that would be to exclude non-penis having people uh yes but what horn do they then have well it's, are you talking about a kind of an engorged em- clitoris it's kind an of emotional deal? horn thank you for ah, asking and it's good. the overwhelming desire lust dare i say for um i'm gonna say human sexual interaction okay asap now that bit's important it's not something that can wait no so uh, what i want to clarify is, you know, obviously there's something about them that gives off this energy that we're able to pick up on, humans are able to pick up on. It's not that we're able to pick up on it, it's that we're, it's unignorable. We are, as guardians, forced to act upon it? Uh, um, I wouldn't say forced, but I would say that, you know when... Mightily encouraged. You know when in Friends, Marcel, Ross's monkey, yeah. reaches a certain age, and when a... And Monica has to wank him off. When a... Baby monkey <laughs> and a 30-year-old New York denizen love each other very much. Um, he starts humping the lamp and everything mm-hmm. will move. I think it's that kind of energy. It's a, so, it's the kind of thing that people who own those sorts of animals that hump freely, much like people who own big dogs don't respect the fact that you don't want to be attacked by their big dog or shat upon by it to touch on an earlier theme. Mm-hmm. I think it would be the same kind of like, oh, don't mind, we fit trainer. She always gets like that kind of like right i'm used to it so do they have some energy. sort of some kind of enhanced physical agency that allows them to show this well they can move yeah they can move Toy can they speak style. uh if the character can speak and i would say that i can't think of really any of them that can we fit trainer has some speak. phrases she ness can speak i don't know he says, says ness, pk fire on ness it. is a child now He's he is a statue as well. Yes, but he is the statue of a supposedly now horny child. I think <laughs> I think when you put it that way, it's important to consider that they are plastic and not human. Yes, but what I'm so saying it'd be is... wrong of us to impart onto them any sense of like actual like we fit train them. She appears female. But yeah, what she I'm is saying is like statue. if you drew uh-huh. some like if you made an animated child pornography, that is still very much a crime. It is, but did you make Ness and did you make him? No, but what I'm saying is if you fucked him, <laughs> I would send I'm, you down. Sorry, I don't, first of all, think you have any legs to stand on it. Directing this at me after your primary school debacle. Excuse me, that was Second between all, one man and his own cubicle. How how does it matter, like, Isabel's a dog? Like, what? Well, I know, I haven't even had time to get onto that. What about, like, a puppy as well? Like, where... I think we have to assume that amiibos are, are a totally separate entity, though they may bear some very loose resemblance to reality. In, in the case of Wario, again, particularly horrid and square and toothy as he is. Mm-hmm. I think, when were these made? Probably, like, eight years ago. They're eight-year-old plastic. 
So it'd be like fucking uh, some cutlery made oh. of plastic. Okay. Right. So Amiibo have the horn. What would it be like? Uh, it would be a world, let me tell you, fraught with personal <laughs> moral dilemma. <laughs> well, dear, what's the dilemma? Well, the dilemma is, is it right to own something whose only real experience of consciousness is being horny <laughs> as hell, despite being a But they're being churned out of child. the Nintendo factory 24-7. Yeah, well, I think that we'd have to go and protest. So it would become a world where we're awakened to some of these very real questions of of moral sexual quandary yes and that overall although it might be in the short term very horrific to be chased around the house by a kind of chucky-esque possessed with life yeah. and vigor wario with with a hard-on for evil well and they'll all have to be melted down of course into one super into fuckable one super horny <laughs> and what shape would that one take why it's none other than tall angular boy waluigi himself in his way into prison what would it be like if how, sorry how many just the one is the it's last? just the two I've lost track I think there are two left okay what would it be like with no if you sorry what would it be like if yep cursed with uncontrollable dabbing if I was if I sorry no I didn't uh, don't add to it you say your I bit I was asking okay you say your bit again what would it be like if cursed with uncontrollable dabbing um dank as hell cool next one what would it be like if Doris Day Zombie another quick fire one for you there I think um, thumbs up from me and what would it be like if our flat was all wall all wall all wall all the time no space um, we could sit on top yeah of the wall so. it'd be like we wouldn't be very protected people. from the elements though no all wall no ceiling the um, ceiling is just a horizontal wall can we, yeah, so, so does, does that count? I'm saying it can count. So it's the same, but much except, less space. Except it's just a block, <laughs> on top of which we still just have to sit. <laughs> it's just an like enclosed the people cube. Who were at it again the other night, let me tell you. No. Yeah. And have you made, made communication have I with them? I attempted to make contact. <laughs> I threw a little garlic clove with a, a note attached to it up onto the roof. <laughs> we could train our pigeons to peck their eyes out. We can't even train them not to shit on our floor. So <laughs> I think Outside, that I should stress. Yeah. Any I, it's only a matter of time, though. Last one, and this is not a quickfire one because Do I... Do you think you would recognise guano wherever pigeon. it was? No, because guano is exclusively pigeon. Yeah. Another bird could produce a similarly tainted... Do you think that you would be able to tell bird then? Uh, generally, but not, I don't have a wide it's enough knowledge. white that give it away. Yeah. And there's a particular, like, you're going to find it in certain areas. No, what I'm saying is anywhere, like if, if, if you moved it, if you, if, if like you trained that dog, right. If Stephen Sondheim trained his cousin's parrot. Who he married. To do a big, a big parroty problem. The, in our toilet. Yeah. I think you? you'd, I think you'd, well, no, I'd you'd. either, one would either assume it was bird or that. One of our housemates was very hugely, sick. and I'd be on the one one one, maybe <laughs> even way. straight to nine 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 for that point, because that's a problem. What would it be like if Declan Delane and this is a? I know you've probably felt sorry. You, it's the last one. I yes, presume, the last one. and you've stolen my line again. So can I? Okay, go for it. What would it be like if? Now this is some parentheticals that were interrupted because I. This has been an episode where we. Isaac, the eyes have it, Bernie Adorn, and Declan, uh, Deep Vein Daddy, Delane, have explored together. And I know that 
from a me episode, from an episode where I bring the content, you normally like to be the focus. And you often ask me if you could make this oh, quite, if you could make it a quiz I that beg. I can answer or if, I if it's a role play that I'm in. sweet release of death. This time it's been a lot more communal. communal um, if you say so. But no worry, no need to fear. This one is pointed directly at you. What would it be like if you said, Mario wanted you dead? Mario, Mario wanted you dead. Okay, now a couple questions to clarify. Sure, hit me with them. Mario. Yeah. Um, does he uh, have agency beyond beyond what's, what what he's already got? Like in the games, you can uh-huh. do certain things, but in the games currently, he doesn't like send you messages. He's constructed dead. himself. Uh-huh. They're all pre-scripted. Yeah, that's so usually the case. Is there going to be like DLC where they add in? I don't know that it will be DLC. I think it will be a kind of digital awakening where one stray bit of information just just flourishes it, like that game of life thing okay. into an emergent consciousness. And it transfers from the the you know Mario, Mario Prime, Prime yeah. to the all other subsequent Mario. It's the Internet of Things. Yeah, that's what they were okay. about. And <clears throat> does this cross then into the physical realm of physical Mario toys, memorabilia, paraphernalia, horny and Amiibo? amiibo. Absolutely. Yeah. So okay. now you've got uh, not only horny, but murderous. So now they're horny and murderous, um, but do they have physical agency? Uh, they can wobble like a weeble. But they can't I move. think if one tried so hard that it was like almost artery rupturing effort then it might be able to just mm, they don't edge have forwards. any they don't have any you're right thank yeah. you for that little biological right. no problem so yeah they're it's much the same as it is now in terms okay. of emotion um well i think that it would only be a matter of days before i was dead why is that well because people love mario yeah they fucking and do. if he said i want this Every guy time dead you boot up <clears throat> Super Mario Odyssey, i want Let's this guy go dead. before we start Go and kill Declan, Declan Delane. <coughs> Declan, deep vein. Deep vein daddy Delane. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think that it would only, it would literally be days. Well, if what, that, before, what's Mario before offering people? his Nothing. fans? It's Nothing. just for the love yeah. of that Nintendo mascot. Yeah, he's, gonna he's a cult kill. figure, isn't he? I can't deny that fact, yeah. Yeah, he's got a real following. So he's think- got... He's got a lot more pals than me. Mm. And, you know, some of them will be rich. Some, some of them will be powerful. Very mentally. Some of them will be hugely mentally Some Ill. just waiting for an excuse to use their... Well, also, we're like... Rifle. We seem to be overlooking the fact that you are one of Mario's biggest stands. I'd have you dead and within you the minute. Absolutely. <laughs> if he required... I feel like this is all just a, a ruse for you to set up <laughs> I'm just killing an insanity defence <laughs> prior to the fact. So what would it be like if Mario wanted you dead Well, you would be dead, is your answer? I would be dead. It would be a terrifying time... Um, I think that we'd find a way to laugh about it before you killed me. Yeah, yeah, we would. Um, but I suppose it would be the end to some of my problems. So I'd have to thank him. Great results, Very Declan. First oh, bump on that. Thank you. You really have, it says here, quite the imagination on you. Wasn't that just a sweated vat of laugh mixture? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't it? It was a not rhetorical, that bit. Mm. So there we have it. We've explored the depth and breadth of the imagination zone and emerged naked, sobbing and covered in mucus from the birth canal of our own minds. Imagination is a powerful tool, but it's also our greatest enemy. In the days and weeks to come, why not challenge yourself? Yeah, you at home. 
to see if your imagination can be visualized not as a trusted friend, but as a sleeper agent lodged like a cyanide capsule inside a false tooth deep in the command center of your very being. Until next week, I've been Isaac, you've been... I've been very sorry. (laughs) And we've just left... We need to say this bit together. And we've just left... The Imagiporium. Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strides. I mean the bare necessities Oh, Mother Nature's recipes That bring the bare necessities of life Wherever I wander Wherever I roam I couldn't be fonder Of my big home The bees are To make some honey just for me The bare necessities of life will come to you The necessities of life will come to you.